0: Grace and peace to you. I'm Vicar Derek Kabilis, and this is your Good Friday Exile Cast. You know, I try not to say too much on Good Friday and Holy Saturday, both because I think that they are supposed to be somber, reflective days, and because sometimes I think we just need to let the scriptures speak for themselves. So that's what we're going to do today. But before we do that, I just want to say a word to you about my own crucifix. Surprisingly, no one here in Uniontown has ever asked me about the crucifix I wear over my robe. In other churches I've served, people asked me about it all the time. Some of them even angrily because... They thought that crucifixes were a Catholic thing. And for some, it was just more evidence that I was plotting some sort of Roman takeover of their church. But you all have always been kinder than that. And you know I appreciate it. You've always accepted the little things I do that are different and more traditional as an opportunity to learn and grow. And that's made me very happy. But, I realize that some of you may still have questions. So let me take the opportunity on this Good Friday to talk a little bit about why I wear a crucifix. When I think back, I cannot remember one day in my whole life that I did not feel pain. Having been born with an orthopedic problem in my right foot, I woke every day of my life with stiffness and pain shooting up from my right ankle. That is, before I had the whole darn thing cut off in 2012 anyway. Before the amputation, every day was a struggle. I'd barely be able to walk when I woke up in the morning Sometimes it would get a little better throughout the day, but but sometimes I had to use a cane just so I could get around, even as a teenager. Now that I've had the operation, things are much, much better. Don't get me wrong. But you know, there's still an ever-present ache. And then the occasional searing phantom pain that comes from where my leg used to be. Now, I've been a Methodist all my life, and I'm well aware that Methodists typically hang only empty crosses from their necks and from the walls of their churches. Most people will tell you that it's because the empty cross is a symbol of the empty tomb, that it's a symbol that represents the resurrection of Christ and not just his crucifixion. And all that may very well be true, but I'm not sure it's the whole story. There's something dark and morbid about a crucifix, isn't there? I mean, who would wear a piece of jewelry shaped like a body dying in agony? Who would hang a beat-up, bleeding man from their wall? What kind of sick person would take inspiration from such a gruesome scene? Well... I do. Being someone whose own body has been racked with pain, I take comfort in remembering that Christ had a body. I wear a crucifix over my robe because I think it's important to remember that Christ didn't have a body that was above pain, but that his body was just as capable as hurting and bleeding is my own. The crucifix helps me remember that I'm connected to Christ, not just through my spirit, but through my very flesh, however fragile and mortal and frustrating it may be. We have this word we use when we talk about Christ's body. We call it... The Incarnation. Have you heard that word before? Have you ever been to a Mexican restaurant and ordered the carne asada? Carne, carne is literally the word for flesh or meat. Christ is the Incarnation, is the enfleshment of God the meat of god the crucifix tells me that bodies matter to god that things like hunger and homelessness and disease are right on the forefront of God's mind. Seeing the body of Christ helps to remind me of the suffering bodies of all those around us in our community, bodies that are cold, because they aren't covered with proper clothes or shelter, Uh, bodies that are hungry, bodies that are tired, uh, bodies that are addicted to chemicals that are slowly destroying them, seeing the body of Christ hanging there, suffering, draws me closer to all those who suffer. And it encourages me to see Jesus in their struggles. Do you remember what Jesus said? That which you have done to the least of these, you have done to me. The prophet Isaiah spoke of the coming Messiah in a passage that we call the Suffering Servant from Isaiah 53. He was despised and rejected by others. A man of suffering and acquainted with infirmity, and is one from whom others hide their faces. He was despised, and we held him of no account. Surely he has borne our infirmities and carried our diseases, yet we accounted him stricken, struck down by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole, and by his wounds we are healed. Hunger, pain, Suffering, illness, disease, addiction. These are things that are found in the body. They belong to the body. And those who suffer in the body can take comfort in the idea that Christ, our God, also suffered in the body. You know, the older I get, the more I realize I don't really know How the cross works, if I'm being honest. Some people describe the cross as a a paying of a debt. And when I read the Bible, I can kind of get that impression. Other folks say it's about receiving a kind of punishment on our behalf. a, A punishment that was supposed to be reserved for us, but that was instead poured out on the innocent body of Jesus. That idea makes less sense to me, but I guess I can see where they're coming from. Still, others say that it's a model for how to live, a beacon or an icon of how to live a self-sacrificing life. John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, liked to think about it that way. But for me, I guess the cross has always been about a body that it took an actual body to get things right between us and God. That it's the ultimate symbol that bodies mean something to God, that bodies have a role to play in this whole salvation thing. Some people think about Christianity in in almost a, a purely spiritual way, as if our faith is just found in the mind and in the heart, as if it's all about escaping the body, as if it were some kind of prison. But the message of the cross, the message of our very redemption, is that bodies are holy, that God was pleased to dwell in a body. And that all the sacrifices we need to make can be made right here, right now, with our own flesh and bone and blood. You know, over the years, I realize I I haven't had a great relationship with my body. Oh, I've... Abused it and neglected it and resented it for so long. But every time I see Christ hanging from the cross, I remember that his body was the means of a great reconciliation of all things between God and sinners between the Godhead and the creation, and even between me and my own body. Take some time this Good Friday and gaze at the body of Christ on the cross. Whether you have to download a picture from the internet or you have a crucifix somewhere in your house or, or even if it's just in your mind's eye, Take some time and consider his wounds. Consider also your own. Then consider the wounds of all those who may not go to church, who may not even know the name of Jesus, but who are united with Christ through their suffering. Then give thanks that you worship a god who doesn't just look down from afar on us and and shake his head like a a judgmental disapproving boss but that you have a god who's willing to become one of us who's willing To take our pain and our grief and our disease and our fear and our anxiety and our depression, that that He's willing to take all of that upon Himself. And that by His wounds we may be healed. Let us pray. Almighty God. Graciously behold this your family, for whom our Lord Jesus Christ was willing to accept betrayal, willing to suffer, and willing to, though he was an immortal God, experience the emptiness of death. Make us willing, O God, to die to ourselves, that through fear and trembling we might find your light in the darkness of the cross. Amen. Tonight I hope you uh, take some time and gather seven candles if you can, or if need be, just one will suffice. And take a look at the Tenebrae service that is posted on the website. And then you'll go through that time in your home and you'll just take some time to meditate on the cross on this good Friday grace and peace